I've been watching uh, the Office Super, the Superfan episodes of season five because I just, I had seen one through four and I just noticed like a week ago that season five has been added on. So I was like, all right, I'll check out these longer cut episodes. And there was this scene that I couldn't remember if it was in the original episodes or if this was a added on scene between Kevin and Ryan. Well, Ryan had revealed during... Uh, in, in the same scene where Meredith reveals she's been sleeping with some provider and getting like a discount on supplies and Outback Steakhouse gift certificates. <laughs> in that same scene, Ryan revealed that when he was like a higher up, a corporate guy or whatever, he had uh, hit someone's rear view mirror off their car. Mm. And Kevin was like, what the fuck? <laughs> So you find out it was like Kevin at some point in this side plot had his car mirror knocked off by Ryan, it turned out. So like there's this scene where Kevin's confronting Ryan about it mm-hmm. and Ryan's talking about it. He's like, well, that was that was Ryan 1.0. You know, I can't okay. hold myself accountable to everything that guy did because I <laughs> like blah, blah, blah. And he's just like t- going on and on. He's like, yeah, but are you go- are you Ryan 2.0 going to pay me for that? Right. That was like a two hundred dollar mirror I had to replace. You know what you being better means? <laughs> yeah. And so like Kevin's going on about that. And Ryan just keeps being like, well, that was a different guy. You know, I didn't like that guy either. You're mad at that guy i'm mad at that guy too (laughs) i'm mad at you now (laughs) and i was just like cracking up at it and then there's uh then um later in the episode ryan's looking for something and goes has anyone seen blank and kevin's like oh check the microwave Mm -hmm. and he goes and looks at the microwave and kevin had microwaved whatever the hell this thing was (laughs) and destroyed it Mm-hmm. And Ryan comes to confront him, and he's like, "Oh man, you know that was Kevin 1.0. Right. That guy is a, that guy sucks. You I'm, like, I'm so like yeah, you know, like I'm sorry to hear that happen to you. If, but if I had to hold myself accountable to everything Kevin 1.0 did, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Ryan just like catches on to what has happened to him, and just like walks back to his desk. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, I'm like, I don't think any of this was in the original episode, but it's pretty funny content." It was a good. It was a good bit. One of the more clever things I've ever seen Kevin pull off on that show. Also, it was, mm-hmm. it's nice that when you see these rare moments of like, oh, Kevin's an idiot, but he's got a he's got a little bit of something he's going on up here. Yeah, he's he's in here. He's not all the way there, but he's partially there. Yeah, he's partially there. I think my favorite Kevin moment, aside from dropping the chili, <laughs> which is you know always iconic, of course, <laughs> is the whole episode where Pam is freshly back from having the baby mm-hmm. and Kevin's talking about new mothers when they hear a baby crying lactate oh. and so he keeps like going around Pam and being like wah, wah, mm-hmm. trying to get her to just like leak breast milk <laughs> and towards the end of the episode he succeeds mm-hmm. just like so ridiculous so oh Kevin this is the first instance of malfeasance by the commissioner of what we're seeing. At some point, some Chinese food's going to pull up and we're going to pause the recording and eat it. Josh Groban! He's eating his own sushi! That's the most baller thing I've ever seen! And, like, everyone doesn't look good naked all the time. I love this cornbread so much, I want to take it behind a middle school and get it pregnant. Cool beans, man. I live by the quarry. 
We should hang out by the quarry and throw things down there. What you doing? Hey, girl. Where you going? Come on, our cats were just about to have sex. Ooh, shaking his fanny at us. <laughs> Meow. Mother, may I? Bye! world welcome to another episode of after the laugh track sitting here with my good pal alex bradley hey i am Derek weber and we're gonna do what we do best around here we're gonna cut it up about all things sitcoms we're talking about the shows that you like to binge the comfort food to your soul on all the streaming apps the things that you kind of turn on as passive background when you're kind of doing something else, but you want some little mini laughs along the way. Mm-hmm. And the characters that we just love to spend our time with, you know, like the the friendships, the camaraderie that we kind of feel towards the best of sitcom characters. So we're going to dive into that world. Mm-hmm. Of course, we like to start out when Alex and I have these conversations. Mm-hmm. Talking about what are you watching these days, pal? What, what, are you, what are you watching right now? I just got into Resident Evil on Netflix. Uh, I like that world as a concept because there's so much stuff you can do with it. Start out, start out with like zombies, and you can do so much more than that. I mean, you got like okay, basics there. Umbrella Corporation. Usually, are messing with a virus, things go wrong, yeah. boom, zombies. But you can classic do- Resident Evil stuff. And you got people who are like. I can fuck with some zombies. I can get power out of this situation. Other people who are like, nah, man, all this sucks. I don't like it. <laughs> I do always find funny that there is always someone that's like, we can manipulate this zombie thing to our benefit. Right. Which is always wild because I'm like, are you looking around you? Listen, what are you? Yeah. The world is collapsing. I don't see how you're having fun here. <laughs> yeah, it's the don't look up thing where it's like, we could strip that giant comment of uh, that giant comet of resources. Yeah, yeah. It's like, no, we need to blow that thing up because it's we gonna kill all of, us. kill all of us. Like, maybe if you break it apart a little bit, and it destroys half the earth. Another <laughs> half, rich, rich. Like, no, no, man. <laughs> Why <are> we do it. <laughs> that movie's great, by the way. R- really, really mm. funny movie. I do also like that the ending is the super rich people escaping to a new planet and then just getting eaten by aliens immediately. Yeah, they're being like, oh, so silly. It's funny. It's like, great what did you stuff. think was going to happen here? Yeah, right. How did you think this was going to go? Whichever but, uh, way made them feel good about themselves, I guess. Who knows? Who knows? It's true. That was a tough one. That was a tough one. Yeah, tough tough ride. But uh, So Resident Evil. Yep. Anything else you've been on recently? Staying up with the, you know, the Disney Plus Marvel stuff. I finished, you know, Miss Marvel. Had to get that done, for sure. Oh, yeah. That was unique. I really liked that. I love that, you know, new perspective, new cultures, new stories, you know, other than the same old thing. That was, that was very enjoyable. Shocker stuff at the end. Yeah. Stunning stuff at the end. Stunning and stuff at the end. The effects work. I was really interested how they were going to do a power set. Because it seems yeah, visually thought, very similar to a, a Reed Richards sure. that they're holding on to. So, like, that was cool. It worked. Yeah, I, uh, I thought it worked really well what they chose to do with their power set. Because it, it's, it's still stretchy to a degree, mm-hmm. but it's not like a one-for-one 
of the same and it's also got its own unique little feel with the glowing to it yep. and the embiggening and all that like yep. I, I i thought they did a really nice job tweaking without fully altering the power set because yep. i think a lot of people thought it was going to be a full 180 and be a whole different power set from the trailers yeah. and stuff yeah and it was like no no it's still like the core elements intact like plus a thing or two she's also got like the little light platform she, she makes that she on. runs and jumps on now and stuff. So it kind of added on to the power set as well a little bit. Yeah. But, like, not in, like, life-altering ways. Yeah. I think a lot of people thought this would be, like, Green Lantern-like abilities. Yeah. Which and... is going to be able to make that car. Right. No, like, no, it's, it's not all that. hard something. Yeah, no, it's like this, like, diamond light weird transparent platform thing mm -hmm. that goes away after a little while. Or, like, yeah. shields that she kind of makes out of that, she like, same material and stuff like that. The shield was, like, the only thing I was like, is this, is this a step too far? Because I can make a bubble around myself. Yeah. But I was thinking ahead the whole time of being like, okay, if you're going to be in Captain Marvel 2. Yeah. You're gonna, the threat level they're going to be able to access when you have a person on your team who can do all of these things. Yeah. It makes the whole thing more interesting. Yeah. They now can take you, on an army. Yeah. You, if you and have. now you have three insanely powerful women teaming up together mm -hmm. with Photon, Captain Marvel, and Ms. Marvel, and respectively. Ms. Marvel. Yeah. Um, you can do a lot with that. You can do a ton. And sorry, spoilers. I'll put that. I'll put a little spoiler warning at the very beginning here about Ms. Marvel because we just love talking about it because it's great stuff. But yeah. <clears throat> And uh, speaking of characters from television that we just like love and want to ruminate with, mm. parents of the year in television, right? Like the best best parents yeah. on TV this year. Oh, of course. Mom and dad, just crazy Mom and dad adorable. From Marvel. Like when both like, of them Yo, killing we it. Don't, we don't want you to go to to the Comic Con or whatever. And they actually said, okay, now you can go, and they make the whole Hulk outfit, and we'll go as Big Hulk and Little Hulk. I'm like. They went from being like, don't go, to we got so involved that we made our own yeah. costume. That was so heartbreaking. Which was oh, like, nah, man. I don't want to do that. It was, that was such a good, like, teenager breaks parents heart scene. Yep. And it's so relatable. So relatable. You know what I mean? Because like, we I had all. a vision for how yeah. this is going to go. We all think back you. to our teenage years and think about, we all have at least one or two moments that, like, we look back and we're like, we were super embarrassed by our parents, but man. Wish we could have that moment back yeah, now. Because they were just trying to be there. They were just trying to be there, be involved and in their life. Like, nah, I have a vision for this. Yeah. It does not include you. This at is Goofy all. with his son wanting to go to the thing all over again. I mean, these are these are scenes that we've yeah. seen throughout pop culture history. Yeah. But when they're done well, you just feel them in you your feels. Feel it in your feels, like man, it's like you know what I need for this experience. Is to have you not be involved at all. That's so painful to say to anyone under any context. I'm going to have a, so much fun, but in order to do that, I need you not to be there. Ooh, <laughs> tough, <all>. man, tough. <laughs> Especially because the, the, they're just such sweet people. Like, and I love you get so many great dad moments out yep. of the dad. Right before, the, right before the wedding, some beautiful quotes to her brother. In the finale there, kind of helping her find her name as as he's kind of defining what Kamala means in different oh, translations and that regions hit. of the world, essentially. Mm -hmm. And she's like, you mean Marvel's in my freaking name? Won't. And it's, oh, just very cute I'm stuff I'm going to keep going in the same direction that yeah. I've been going. Yeah, 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 yeah. very yep. validated in that now. But, yeah, that was an insanely awesome show. Um, I learned... A, more about partition and obviously like that shows not one for one facts about partition is actually much more gruesome than what was portrayed in oh, yeah, fact awful. but like i like 
the idea that a Disney Plus superhero television can show talk about something like can that. go there with that topic. Hell yeah. Because it's not something that over here in the Western world is talked about a lot. It's not taught. It's, it's not, not in the yeah. history, despite the fact that... You know, yeah, I didn't learn about that in school. Connected. I learned about that in college doing research on world religions as an atheist who was just very interested in the faiths of the world. Yep. That was how I learned about partition. Mm-hmm. And even then, I learned a very rudimentary level about partition. Yeah. But I was very impressed with them not only giving casual mentions here and there to it, but outright traveling back in time into it and like really giving a firsthand glimpse of what that looked like. Yeah, even if it was a superficial glimpse, like it was, you were in it for a quick minute. Yep. And uh, yeah, beautiful that was series, great man. Great to get out of that. So I love Miss Marvel. It was definitely a great watch. I'm glad I did it because I was gonna do it. You know, got the momentum on its side, but I still really enjoyed it. Yeah, same. Great ride, start to finish. Mm-hmm. One of the stronger Disney Plus television series in any of their major mediums yet across star wars marvel etc mm-hmm. one of the best shows they've done yet be brave enough to do something different yes and they clearly are with this new phase of marvel stuff they're like oh what's hot right now in the most recent years of comic books in the last five years we're yeah, willing, willing to bring in anything yeah, miss right marvel is definitely like the last uh the last big new comic character that has exploded in any meat like yep. sh- that character is what 10 years old now yep. nine years old it was like 2012 2013 something like that her first issue came out yep uh i also like so many people were were worried that this was a retcon uh in terms of basically translating that she's a mutant yeah and, and the bangle uh, instead of the terrigen mist yeah 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 it's like that it's yeah gonna, but it works in the greater tapestry it's gonna better. work in the tapestry really nice and i was actually listening to an interview with one of the show creators and what she was talking about in that era of time there was an edict across marvel comics to not create new mutant characters mm-hmm. because fox owned the film rights to yeah. all things mutant yeah so they were if given you want direct to blow up. They were given directives yeah. of like if you had a character that you thought of as mutant, make them inhuman instead, because we have the rights to that. Mm-hmm. And obviously since then, the House of Mouse went out, spent some billions, and bought Fox. So Fox. problem solved now. Yeah. But at the time, the comic creator that wanted to make Kamala a mutant was told to go inhuman instead. Mm-hmm. So I like that this show was like, well, the original creator wanted her to be a mutant anyway. Done. She's a mutant. Let's go. Let's go for it. Boom. Easy fix. Looked at some stuff and they were like, we don't know why, if if anybody else in her family puts on the bangle, why is she special? So that was a reason why they wanted to like make her something different. Because if it's like a bloodline thing, okay, if if her brother puts on the bangle, right? We see shooting off sparks from other dimensions. Sure. Oh yeah. It's like, nope, something specific about you. Yeah. That yep. makes it. So I was like, that's a good call. Good call. Great stuff. Uh, Bruno's also already an elite level guy in chair for the record. Oh, gosh. Like, right, right already in the pantheon. So dos ex machina from the character, because that's how guys in the chair generally work. Yeah. I stayed up all late last night, and now I have the perfect invention to solve the problem. Yeah. Right? Yep. That's fine. But, you know, it's a trope that works for me when it's played well. When it's played well. Yeah. And Bruno's in the category of played well. Mm-hmm. 
And he's like, oh, I'm an absolute genius. That sweet young man. Yeah. I just want to wrap him in a blanket and tell him everything's going to be okay. Hope yeah. he gets over the Kamala crush soon because she's clearly not feeling it the she's same not, way. She's not, no, yeah. Don't, but I love no, that he's like, you know yourself, what, friendship's man. still here anyway. It's cool. That's cool. Crush happened. Not re- not reciprocated. Moving on. She's still Never my friend. He's not going to go full incel and like dump her friendship or nothing because it means the world to him. Yeah, right. He you know sees what I mean? the value yeah, of friendship. Exactly, which is beautiful. Which is key. You need yeah. that. You, you need do that. need that. You need that. If yeah. you don't see the value in friendship, you're not going to see your value as well. It's a, it's always that push and pull when you're looking at this stuff. And I, I really want to, yeah, I really hope it works out for him because uh, that's a tough situation. Definitely been there at his age, what, 17? Oh, yeah, man. In love Unrequited with your best love. friend. Oh, been come there, on. Been there, felt that, got stung when it didn't work out, mm-hmm. but kept my friendship. Kept it going. That's right. All right. But, uh, all right, that's what you've been watching. Indeed. Uh, I, too, obviously was watching a lot of Miss Marvel. Loving the whole journey. Yeah. Um, I just rewatched Ted Lasso again because I'm just a sucker for Ted Lasso. And, That's what uh, everyone says. You know, I, I've now made it through that series probably like six or seven times, which is funny because there's only two seasons. So it's 22 episodes in, two, in total. The first yeah. season is 10 episodes. Yeah. The second season is 12 episodes. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, just like on a whim like a week and a half ago, it was just like, I'm going to fire Ted Lasso up again. Cool. So I did that. Um, I was telling you before we started recording that I've been watching the Office Superfan episodes recently. Because mm, uh, I the super long cuts. They're like 30 to 33 minutes a piece. So you're talking like 7 to 10 minutes of fresh content in every episode. Which when the original run times are 22, 23 minutes, it's a lot of extra content. Like That's why you keep the Extra 33 to 45%. Like, yeah, it's a lot. And it's not always just like extra joke stuff it's like extra storylines it's like mm-hmm. whole extra b stories and c stories and d stories that got cut in certain instances which i find really fun and interesting right. especially when you're talking about a show that i've seen a good number of times through so for the most part i know the beats of the originals mm-hmm. and so this changes all of that in terms of like tempo and feel of the episode it, it just uh, it it makes the whole thing feel more fresh, even the stuff I've seen before, because it's not in the exact same order or layout as it want, as yep. it was when I'm used to it. But, yeah, yeah. So they're up to season up. five on their super fan episodes now, which is why I picked it back up because I had seen the first four. Just noticed the fifth one was out, so I'm watching season five of those now. It's a good idea. Enjoying myself, having a good time. Uh, it's a fun show. It's the Office is not quite as high on my all-time list as it is for some. Mm. I certainly love the show. I've watched it more than once. But uh, it's, it's not like in my elite tier where like Parks and Rec and New Girl and some other shows reside. But it's damn good. Okay. So that's mostly what I've been watching recently. Saw Thor Love and Thunder. Uh, Same. And, yeah, had a good time at the theater. It was good. So, yeah, it's not, it's not upper tier. Scene. It's not upper tier Marvel, but it's damn good. It's enjoyable. Oh, I had a damn good time. Yeah, for sure. I enjoyed myself a lot. I would have liked. I would have liked a little bit more Gore, Gore the God Butcher, honestly, just because Christian Bale was crushing it in every scene he was in. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Would have liked to see a little bit more of him. Yeah, just to see him. I don't know butcher any gods. Yeah, we really didn't get to see many. We he, see like he does it to start the, his opening scene. Yeah, we start it. with some God butchering. Mm-hmm. And just like end of God butchering, and then he kidnaps some God children. Yep. And like and that's it. 
That's it about? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Got some shadow creatures. The shadow creatures do the attacking. He doesn't really... Yeah. Supposedly so, there's a cut Jeff Goldblum scene out there, which I have to presume he kills Jeff Goldblum in, which would have been awesome to see on t- on screen. Atri the Dwarf was supposed to be in it. Uh, yeah. There's there's a yeah a few cast members that they cut because I'm yeah. not sure what happened with that. Yeah, uh, my I theory mean, is the visual effects didn't line up, but yeah, and your theory has a lot to back it because of everything that's coming out recently with regards to Marvel and their treatment of visual effects companies. Yep. And uh, hopefully that changes. Hopefully this is a poison yeah. pill that Marvel needs to swallow and uh, get their act together and people are paying attention. Treat their creatives better because we're in an Push era now. Yeah, we're in an era now where like that shit's not being tolerated by audiences anymore. We want to see fair treatment of labor force. Yeah, fair treatment of labor force on one end, and then people talking shit about the results on the other end. Yeah, I'd be like, this actually looks awful. Yeah. So yeah, this looks bad. Fix can you it. fix that? Yeah, can, like, can y'all? Can you pay that? Hey, House of Mouse, so multi-billion-dollar so corporation. You guys shit billion-dollar uh, theatrical releases. Like, just you, you just poop them out. You don't even got to try for them, and you hit a. Yeah, billion. how many have you had now? Like um, five. I mean, billion-dollar movies Six? of the past. No, way more than that. Like, so, so like Black I, I want to say they're at Captain like Marvel, I, I would bet Avengers. they're at like nine now. I think maybe each of the Avengers Because Far From Home and No Way Home are, were both over a billion. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right nine. I think all four Avengers movies up to this point mm-hmm. have been a billion dollars. Black Panther was. Winter Soldier. Thor Ragnarok was. I don't oh, think Ragnarok. Winter Soldier was. I think Winter Soldier was close. Um, yeah. I think Guardians was. Iron Man 2. I think Iron Man 2 maybe. was. That sounds right. I, yeah, I bet they're over ten different... Billion dollar releases. Billion dollar releases. Not to mention, oh, you know, one movie over two billion. That whole chestnut. It's, in, it's insane. So yeah, like y'all you got the money. You have a seven hundred and fifty million dollar budget and make a billion. You made two hundred and fifty million dollars. Yeah, that's oh, pretty good. Yeah, slide an extra fifty million towards the visual effects department, and treat them the way they deserve to be treated. Mm-hmm. They are managing an extremely important part of your enterprise. It is, yeah, it is pretty much the whole thing. It's like the whole deal. That's what it's, it's y'all a, do. That's writing, casting, yeah. costuming. I mean, there's a fucking yeah, especially when you like when you when you watch Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness, and in the end, spoilers here again. Doctor Strange has his third eye open up. And it's kind of obvious. Dirt. <laughs> it looks like a Quiznos commercial from the early yeah, 2000s. Yeah, it does. It like, really it does. It honestly looked like a like Quiznos those, those commercial. Like those freaky hamsters. Yeah, things. or like the weird like talking hand things or whatever. But yeah, yeah. like. All of those Quiznos commercials with, like, bad CGI, but who gave a fuck they were Quiznos commercials, except in a $700 million budget film. Because it stands out when other stuff looks great. Yeah. Because if something looks great, if you have a giant octopus creature... That looked awesome. And a whole scene that looks great. Yeah. It's going to stand out if you can't get an eye on a forehead. Yeah, right. You can't get an eye on a forehead? Like, come on, buddy. Like, what's happening here? Yeah, it, it, was, it was bad. But anyway... Okay. We, uh, we don't have to go deeper into Marvel stuff. If you want to hear more about Marvel stuff, tune into Morons of the Multiverse here on the Good Fun Media Network. Mm-hmm. You'll hear us deep dive topics of Marvel galore, uh, ranging from rankings of various gear and heroes and music and things like that that we appreciate in the films to uh, fantasy exercises in which we rebuild the DC from the ground up because they need some help over there. Mm-hmm. And Mike and I over at Morons of the Multiverse felt like we were just the guys to try to help them. Yeah. So we gave it a go. 
If you want to check any of that out, feel free to give it a listen. But uh, let's get to the matter at hand, Alex. Yeah. We've got a game plan for today. Okay. It's a fun one. We're doing this game show style. I'm a... Dust off my blazer. Oh. Get my little, like, thin microphone stick a la mm-hmm. Price is Right. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to run a bunch of quotes at you. Okay. And you're going to try to tell me show and character if you're able to prov- if you're able to guess both. I mean, obviously, if, if you're guessing character, you're also guessing a show inherently. Inherently. But uh, if you don't have a guess at character and want to just take a stab at the show, you we'll are show welcome to. For one, if you're feeling extremely unconfident, but you can make a strong argument for a character from a show sounding like they would have said a thing, I'm willing to, in certain instances, give you a point for the creativity in those moments. Okay. So there's a variety of ways in which you could score. I'm going to okay. tally up your total points. You're going to get a point for each time you get a character correct, a point for each time you get a show correct. Mm-hmm. And a point for any of those moments where uh, I feel your guess at least could have very likely happened. Okay. Even if it didn't directly happen. Okay. So it is 1.05 p.m. Okay. right now. Mm-hmm. We're going to take this. F- uh, we're going to do it in two rounds. Okay. We're going to go from 1.05 to 1.20. Okay. A 15-minute first round. Okay. And then we'll total up how you're feeling on points. Mm-hmm. And we'll evaluate how long round two will go. Okay. Well then. Simple enough? Simple enough. All right. Contestant, are you ready? I'm ready. Welcome to Guess That Quote. Hey. uh. Hear it after the laugh track. (laughs) And I'm going to start you with the first quote of the day. This is not bring your problems to work day. This is just work day. Mm. I mean, it's work setting, so... It's easy to think office and think like Michael. Is that your final guess? What's my guess? That is incorrect, sir. Mm. That was Dr. Kelso on Scrubs. <laughs> this is not bring your problems to work day. This is just work day. <laughs> I think that's probably a Kelso to... Uh, uh, <laughs> that's probably a Barbie. Kelso to Elliot type Elliot. of situation there for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on to the next quote. I've never asked blank to do anything, no questions asked before, because I never wanted to. She's the love of my life. I never keep anything from her. Sounds like Marshall from, uh, you know, uh, Hi, My Mother. That is exactly right, my friend. That was indeed Marshall Erickson Uh from How I Met Your Mother, one of the best television husbands of all time. And he's probably saying it to, like, you know, Ted and Barney talking like, oh, no, I'm not bullshitting. Y'all bullshitting. I don't ever do that. Like, come on. Yeah. Come on. That's exactly right, my friend. You've guessed how it all unfolded and Mm. all. Mm. All right. Here we go. For a long time, it gave me nightmares having to witness an injustice like that. It shows you just how cruel this world can be. Hmm. I can still hear them taunting him. Silly rabbit. Tricks are for kids. Why couldn't they just give him some cereal? That sounds awfully familiar. <laughs> mm. It sounds familiar, but the guessing part, I'm locked out of. 
I don't think you'd go too. Because <laughs> I immediately wanted to be like, that's Barney. Because <laughs> now I'm in like a how am I your mother mindset. So I, like, I just kind of want to just guess Barney because he's the one who like likes offbeat. He likes pop culture stuff, but he wants to always take it from a different angle. Like he likes the whole karate kid, likes Zapka. <laughs> That's one of my favorite things about Barney is that the Karate Kid to him is Zapko. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and it really funny. paid off because they did the whole uh, did the whole show on Netflix, Cobra Kai. I'm like, he would love that. So that's all I'm gonna guess. I don't think I'm right, but I'm gonna guess it anyway because it seems like you were indeed do. incorrect, my friend. Okay. That was Carlton Banks, from Carlton Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Banks. <laughs> Yeah, just like a really great line. Yeah. Just like he's genuinely horrified by why, why wouldn't the kids just give this rabbit some cereal? Right. Very nice. On to the next quote here. Because that's the bit. <laughs> it's going to take more than that to ruin a morning that started out with a whipped cream smile on my waffle. Hmm. <laughs> Some foodie, maybe. Mm. Mm. I'm going to guess like a JD from Scrubs. Ooh, that's a fun guess, but that is incorrect, my friend. Mm. This one was Phil Dunphy from Modern Family. That, oh, that, that, well, that makes a lot of sense. Very Phil Dunphy quote. That is a sure. very Phil Dunphy quote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and simple a, pleasures, that mean. Simple pleasures, that's right. Oh, you think it's like a prison, huh? Well, I got news for you. It ain't. Because in prison, there's hope. <laughs> Alex gave me a list of shows that I could pull from, and I tried. I mostly stuck to it. Not to say <laughs> this one didn't stick to it, because this one was actually directly from your list. Yep. Small hint there. Just, uh, there's only like, there's like two. I, I later texted him about two other shows and was like, can I pull from these as well? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I lightly pulled from those additionally. But mm-hmm. this was from the original list. Mm. I'm going to take a stab at it then and say it's Bernie Mac from the Bernie Mac show. <laughs> Nailed it. Nicely done. That was Bernie Mac from the Bernie <laughs> Mac show. Yes, sir. Thunderous applause. I'm like, that's not something you would say to them kids. That's 100% something Bernie Mac would say to those kids for sure. I I would have also accepted, if you couldn't come up with it, uh, Mike from my wife and kids saying that to his kids. I, uh, if, if you couldn't come up with it, but you guessed Mike, I would have given you at least a point for creativity on that one. That is definitely a theme of, like, you know, 90s, oh, 2000s sitcom uh, black dads being like, Oh, no, I'm really hard on I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm very stern. I have my rules. Y'all it's very up. funny, too, because it's always dads that are, like, deep down teddy bears but just act super tough. Yep. Love that. Like, uh, everybody hates Chris with Terry Crews kind of situation. Hey, oh, yeah. All right. Here we go. Bouncing over. I mean, it's simple. The woman just needs to be a cook in the kitchen, a maid in the living room, and an acrobat in the bedroom, and I can hire a cook and a maid. <laughs> oh my gosh. Sounds like somebody paid. <laughs> my first guess, and it might be my final guess, my first guess is like Martin. <laughs> um, I'm going to let you re-guess because Martin wasn't on your list you sent me. Oh. So I didn't Should pull, I pulled list. nothing from Martin. 
Mm-hmm. So I'll let you re-guess on that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you have the list there? Um, I can pull it up real quick. Uh, <laughs> this was a female character. I'll even give you that hint. I'll throw you, I'll throw a hint your way there. Boom, boom, boom. That's the list right there, <laughs> yeah, my right? friend. So, so for the for the audience here, I've chosen that seventy show, Scrubs, High Met Your Mother, Modern Family, Seinfeld, Fresh Prince, Bernie Mac show, Smart Guy, <laughs> uh, Spin City, and My Wife and Kids. <laughs> it's a great list. That's all it is. That's... Great list spans a few generations nicely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. I fear the character, but I'm gonna guess Spin City though. Guess in Spin City. That is incorrect, my friend. The show was that '70s show. The speaker of the line was Jackie. Jackie. Interesting. And I can hire a cook and a maid. Yeah, she paid. Yeah, early. Yeah. Yeah, it's before her parents are, like, arrested for tax evasion or whatever, and uh-huh. then she moves in with Donna. Uh-huh. But in the early series, she's a super bratty kid. Super bratty, spoiled kid. It's got it all. Indeed. Yep, Jackie with that gem there. It was like, what, 14 when they filmed that? <laughs> when they started filming, indeed. Very awkward 14-year-old interactions with a then 19-year-old or 20-year-old Ashton Kutcher. Who's like now her husband. Who is now her husband. <laughs> Not weird at all, folks. Not weird at all. <laughs> right at that age when things get weird, immediately. Once you turn 18, things you were doing a year ago, weird as shit. Yeah, for sure. You can be 17 and date a 16-year-old, but if you're 18 date a 16-year-old, weird. Weird. Happens real quick. Happens in a hurry. <laughs> like you got to get like that. to people real quick. It's like you're in yeah. college. Yeah, right. You're a high schooler. Yeah, weird it's as weird. Fuck. Weird, yeah. Yeah. Um, I did. So actually, the, I spent like my my freshman year of college. I dated an ex girlfriend of mine who was a senior in high school for about a month. Mm-hmm. And even same. then, it felt a little weird. Same, same. And like I'm we like, were, why am I we were only like ten months apart. Because like she was like older in her grade than I was in mine. Also. So, like, I was 18, she was 17, mm-hmm. but, yeah, it was weird still. It was still weird. Yeah. Still weird. <laughs> weird. Doesn't had, sit right. Had that redating even happened a year later, and I was 19, she was 18? No biggie. No big deal. <laughs> but, yeah, 18, 17 was weird. Weird. <laughs> All right. Anyway. This is one of my favorite quotes in television history. Okay. In any genre. There are dreamers, and there are realists in this world. You'd think the dreamers would find the dreamers, and the realists would find the realists. But more often than not, the opposite is true. You see, the dreamers need the realists to keep them from soaring too close to the sun. And the realists, well, without the dreamers, they might not ever get off the ground. That's a monologue. It's a bit of a monologue. It's a long one. But I just, I love the whole quote. I couldn't cop, I couldn't chop it down. Then, there's only some people who would, like, talk like that. Uh, only some people who would talk that way. And I, my guess is like JD. JD is incorrect, sir. I was actually I was kind of hoping you would guess JD on that. Yeah. I'm going to give you a point on that one because it's a very it's, JD, JD. It's a very JD wrapping up the episode monologue type of line. It really does sound like that for sure. But it's actually Cameron Tucker from Modern Family. Oh, that also makes sense. Um, from the episode Punkin Chunkin. When they're tr- trying to launch a pumpkin across an entire football field with a slingshot. <laughs> As a family. So we're going to give you a, I got to make my bonus category list down here. 
And you get a bonus point down there. Bonus point. Bonus point. All right. Moving on right along. Sex that's meaningless. I can understand that. But dinner, that's heavy. That's like an hour. Oh, okay. Mm. A lot of people could say something like that. A lot of people that could say it's something a pretty, like that. It's a pretty, like, universal line. That's just a good line. Yeah. For pretty much anyone. For sure. Many characters from many of these shows we're talking about could definitely say some shit like that. <laughs> oh. And that's what makes it interesting. Okay, well... Going back to the Would list. you like the line again? Yeah, hit me one time. I like that line. Sex that's meaningless. I can understand that. But dinner, that's heavy. That's like an hour. I'm going to go Seinfeld. Nailed it. And I'm going to go like George. Ooh, it was Seinfeld on Seinfeld. It was Jerry. Uh. It was Jerry. So you get the one point for the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, And that's, that's very true. Because it's like, okay, if you, you know meet with somebody and connect and you can have sex that's cool and all and it's like okay yeah that could go what 10 15 minutes yeah but dinner yeah that's like an hour dinner's a commitment dinner's a commitment especially on a date now you're getting the drinks waiter comes up get the drinks come back get the appetizer entree you don't want to scarf it down because you're on a date you're taking those real fork bites (laughs) You cut a piece that like fits in a fork. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, another quote about sex here. Okay. Blank. Sex is a lot different than you probably imagine it. For one thing, there's another person in the room. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh. Hmm. Hmm. I'm going back to that 70s show because my, my thing is to probably say about somebody who probably doesn't have sex or someone saying that someone doesn't have sex. My thought of Fez is I went that 70s show. Not feeling very confident about it. That's my guess. It's like a Kelso saying it to Fez or a Fez saying it at all. So I got I to gotta choose one. Uh, I'm going to go Fez. You're going to go Fez? Yeah. All right. Um, that is incorrect, my friend. That okay. was Michael Kyle on My Wife and Kids. Talking to Junior. Oh, it's oh, it's talking to Junior. Talking to Junior. That is that's fire. That's fire. It's a great line. Mm-hmm. For one thing, there's another person in the room. <laughs> yeah. It's just a great fucking line. All right, let's see. Scrolling along, we got time for about two more in this first round here. Okay. And then I think in the round two, I'm going to give you some options with some with with the next with the okay. next wave of quotes when I do it. Okay. All right, here we go. I don't talk trash. I talk smack. They're totally different. Trash talk is hypothetical. Like, your mom is so fat, she can eat the internet. But smack talk (laughs) is happening, like, right now. Like, you're ugly, and I know it for a fact, because I got the evidence right there. Oh, damn. (laughs) Mm. Someone competitive. Someone can probably be a little combative. Mm-hmm. I have I have two guesses. I'll accept two guesses, and if you get it with either one, I'll give it to you. <laughs> like my first guess is like Will Smith, Fresh Prince, right? Because he can be competitive. 
Second guess was Turk. Both guesses are incorrect, my friend. <laughs> this was one of the few I pulled from the shows I texted you on a follow-up about. Okay. This was Kelly Kapoor from The Office. Really? Hmm. Kelly Kapoor. Oh, yeah. That's why it's funny, because you don't really expect that from when yeah. you look at her. Yep. And then when she hits you with that. That was relatively early in the time that they had discovered what her character was going to become. Mm-hmm. Like, because uh, the first like season or two, she's kind of just like in the background because she's a writer on the show also. But she's her character itself is kind of background. And then they turn her into like super chatty, Kathleen, classic internet obsessed girl. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was relatively early in that phase when they were starting to let Kelly really soar a bit. Take that. Darn good one. All right, we're g- it's one twenty, so I'm going to give you one more okay. in this round. Okay. Here we go. Oh, you know. You marry someone who reminds you of your mother, and then you remember you hate your mother. Husbands, obviously. My first instinct was to go back to Phil Dunphy. But I doubt that that's another one there. It's on the list. Hmm. Move her back more to Seinfeld, and that one's George. Ooh, incorrect, my friend. <laughs> this one was Dr. Cox on Scrubs. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I didn't think his mother would be like Jordan. <laughs> his mother, it turns out, was like Jordan. It must have been after the kid. <laughs> yeah, I presume after the kid as well. I, did, I, didn't, I didn't pull, uh, I didn't quote what episode it was from on my list here. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so the, after round one, you are sitting at six points. Right six now. points. Those Not po- too shabby, baby. Those Not points too- count. Those points count. Damn right they do. 100%. Um, Not too shabby of a first round. Mm-hmm. We are going to go. It's now 122. Okay. So we're going to give it another 15-minute round. Okay. And uh, I'm going to... Can I get tr- 12? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you some options. Okay. I'm going to give you show, not character options. Okay. I still want you to try to fill in the blanks on the characters. Okay. But uh, going forward, yeah, we're going to give you some shows as the options. That's your brain trying to comprehend its own stupidity. Is that from that 70s show, Mm. Scrubs, How I Met Your Mother, or My Wife and Kids? See, now I'm leading more my wife and kids as a dad to junior quote again. <laughs> Is that your final answer? Oh, that's what it sounds like. I feel like that's... <laughs> Would you like the quote one more time? Hit me with it again. That's your brain trying to comprehend its own stupidity. I'm hitting it. I'm going for it. I'll, 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 I'll fall. That's what I'm wrong. Your instinct of a father to son was correct. Yes. But you picked the wrong father to son. That was Red Foreman, Foreman to Eric, Eric Foreman. Foreman. From that '70s show. Yep, yep. That they have a very similar dynamic. Where yeah. I think my I think I think my son has a head full of rocks. Yep. I'm giving you the bonus point on that one because I agree the the Michael Kyle to Red Foreman comp is actually pretty strong. Yeah, I think my son is dumb. Yeah. So much that like sometimes he can get away with some shit because I don't think he's smart enough to pull off what I what he actually did. That's right. All right, on to the next one. If you're not scared, you're not taking a chance. And if you're not taking a chance, 
then what the hell are you doing? And again, with four options for shows. Okay. Is that from the Bernie Mac show? Mm-hmm. How I Met Your Mother? Mm-hmm. Scrubs? Or The Office? Instinct says How I Met Your Mother. Because it sounds like a Barney thing to say. It's not like something where it's all like, I'm going to lead y'all into some shit. And I bet I'm, I'm the most gung-ho about it. And everybody else is like, oh, I don't know. So I'm going to go Barney on that one. I'm going I'm to stand on that. You were half right. It was How I Met Your Mother. Okay. The quote was from Ted Mosby. Ted? Ted's not that brave. Ted is not that brave. <laughs> but, but he must have been brave in that moment. In that moment. It was, it's actually a Ted Mosby narrative quote. So it's not uh, young Ted. It's, it's old it's Ted old talking Ted to the Ted. Talking to the kids looking back. Exactly. Mm. But you still get a point there for I'll the take, show. Take it to That's right. Take, Can I get to 12? Points? Take that point, baby. Can you're, I double you're on the my points? You're already up to eight. You've gotten two in this round so far. All right. People on dates shouldn't even be allowed out in public. Is that from Seinfeld, How I Met Your Mother, Fresh Prince, or Modern Family? That Seinfeld is shit. <laughs> I, I mean, I could, I could be wrong, but it sounds super Seinfeld. A totally pessimistic, I don't like people type of attitude. Sounds like Seinfeld. And I almost want to say it's like Elaine. That is exactly right, sir. That yes. was Elaine on Seinfeld. Yes. Boom, with the point... And the point. Double <laughs> points right there. Yes, Ooh, sir. 12 points. All right. Well, that answers all the questions I didn't ask. That sounds like um, Scrubs again, and it sounds like Kelso. Whoa, didn't even wait for me to give him the options. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it sounds a ton like Kelso, so I'll be giving you the bonus point on that one. But that was, in fact, Robin Shabotsky. From How I Met Your Mother. Oh, really? Robin Trubatsky with the sass on that one, yeah. Uh, that was one Cutting. of those that was kind of designed to trick you, because I thought you would either guess Red Foreman or Dr. Cox or Dr. Kelso. Yeah, that's what it, it sounded sounds like. sounded like one of those three for sure. Yeah. But no, that was some trickery. Well played. All right. Here we go. You know, I suck up to you until I'm out of suck and I'm out of up. And what do you do? You come in, you take my office. Why don't you say we switch roles for a minute, okay? How about you kiss my ass for a while? Oh, God damn. <laughs> Is that, that from? Yeah. The Office. Bernie Mac Show. Mm-hmm. Spin City. Shit. Or How I Met Your Mother. You haven't used a Spin City, Spin City quote yet, which makes me want to do Spin City real bad. <laughs> And make it even Michael J. Fox, because he does lose his shit at some point. They le- he leaves and comes back, because he has, like, the, you know, the, the disease. Yeah, Parkinson's, Parkinson's comes along. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is that your final guess? I'm going to go with that. Um, I am bad with character names from this show, because I haven't seen Spin City since it came out. Mm-hmm. Was Michael J. Fox's character named Paul? No, it was Michael. Okay, all right. Well, Paul says the quote, but you got the show right. It was Spin City. I'm like, ha- we haven't got one of those yet. Yeah, I realized I had been slapped. I probably I'd, not the I, office. I was like scrolling down my list, and I was like, shit, I haven't done any of these Spin City quotes yet. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Never half-ass two things, whole-ass one thing. <laughs> Is that from? Okay. That 70s show. 
Parks and Recreation. Mm-hmm. Bernie Mac Show. Mm-hmm. Or Modern Family. I'm going to go Parks and Rec. Uh, but the character. I feel like... I have two guesses, but I'm gonna fi- I'm gonna I'm gonna roll down on uh, Nick Offerman. That is correct, sir. That was a that is indeed a Ron Swanson Ron quote. Ron Swanson, quote. yeah. And one of my favorites from the show. It's just like a simple little like it's a yeah. simple little life credo, but like yeah, yeah. It's like dumb, but it's like, but I actually want to get something done. Yes, sir. It's like a driven. It's dumb and driven at the same time. That's definitely Nick Swanson. All right. I got six numbers, one more, and it would have been a complete phone number. <laughs> Was that from That 70s Show, Scrubs, How I Met Your Mother, or The Office? First Instinct says Barney. That's uh, Barney from How I Met Your Mother. But I think that also works with Fez from That 70s Show. I think it works both ways despite the fact that they couldn't be more different characters. Uh, <laughs> not entirely different, but mostly like 90% different. Uh, so I'm going to have to just choose a side here. And and go Fez. That's in the show. Ooh, incorrect. It was Kevin Malone from The Office. Kevin Malone. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Guessing too. some random woman's phone number. <laughs> yeah. All right, Bouncing, I just had a good one I was going to go to. All right. Right now, I am scared to death. You were trying to sneak out of this house at midnight with Tony as your protection. He can't even defend himself against the three little Indians. Who's this Tony? <laughs> oh, yeah, show options. Yes, yes. Was that from That 70s Show? Okay. The Bernie Mac Show? Okay. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Or my wife and kids. Ding. Well, my original guess was wrong. <laughs> what I had in my head, absolutely wrong. Absolutely, absolutely wrong. wrong. Not afraid to be wrong on this show. <laughs> hey, that's good, man. Not a lot of consequence. I didn't fly out to LA. You know, that's all true. Our families, yeah. you know, not gonna watch this on TV. Yeah. It's different when it's heard instead of seen. True story. See, what, make, yeah, make you can hide faces. your you can hide your shame a bit. I can hide my shame a bit. You know, it's hide my shame a bit. Oh, so. Mm. A couple of, Who is Tony? That's what's fucking me up right now. And I just... Mm. I actually My intentionally didn't bleep that out because but, I was like, I think the name's going to confuse him more than help him. Yeah. <laughs> you're, all right, so you're guessing my wife and kids. I'm totally guessing wife and kids. Going again with the dad on that one. You nailed it, sir, for two points. That was Michael. That was a Michael Kyle joint. Michael Kyle. <laughs> I'm like, yo, because it's got to be kids sneaking I out. I picked all the family sitcoms because I was like, I, I didn't want it to be like narrowed down for you. So I was like, all right, the four that got some kids sneaking out situations. And would rip in that moment, too. Yeah. And, a, and so I'm like, yeah, yeah. I feel good about that. All right. Here's 12 a, points, baby. Oh, you're over already. Yes. Can I get to 15? All right. So the next quote. I mean, we must all do our parts to protect the environment. Every time we cut down a tree, it just takes us one step closer to global warming. And we must do it not just for ourselves or our children, but for all of humanity. Your options. Okay. Okay. How I Met Your Mother, mm-hmm. Scrubs, mm-hmm. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, or Modern Family. 
damn it. <laughs> My guest was Leslie fucking Dope from Parks and Rec. <laughs> That would have been an outstanding guess. Like, it's not it. That's not my option. It's not my options. It's, it's, it's not, not her. Options. No, it's not in the options. I'm going to go straight. Um, oh, my God. I'm going to go Fresh Prince, and I'm going to say it's a... Uh, oh, what is her name? I'm right there. Not Vivian. Maybe it is Vivian. No. Uh, Are you talking about one of the his The one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the elder female cousin? Is that yes. who you're trying to guess with? You are correct, sir. That is Hillary Banks. Hillary. Fucking, Hillary. Fucking Thank Hillary you. Banks. I'm like, that sounds like Hillary. In the mid-90s, dropping bangers about, about saving warming. our environment. It seemed hyperbolic. So I'm like, who is of those shows? It's like, yeah. I uh, I read it and I was floored that in, a, in the mid-90s, there was a huge monologue about global warming. I was I'm like, like what the fuck? Captain Planet. Yeah, dude. Nicely done. That is... A, Awesome. I I thought that was going to be one of my harder stumpers. To be honest, I I I had that one on the list as a harder one. All right. Slide into a different chunk of the list here. Shout out to Trevor. Never bungee jump. <laughs> Never bungee jump. That's right. Some couples always support each other, and some couples always challenge each other. But is one really better than the other? Yes, support is way better. Was that from? Okay. Okay. Scrubs. Okay. How I Met Your Mother. Okay. Parks and Recreation. Or My Wife and Kids. This is a tough one. I'm really between Scrubs and How I Met Your Mother, because you could say it's JD from Scrubs talking about like Cox and his wife, versus Carla and uh, uh, JD or uh, Turk. Turk. Yeah, <laughs> Carla and JD. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, 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 Carla and JD. Carla, that happened for us. Episode. It was a friend kiss. It was a friend kiss. A friend kiss episode. My upper lip was above your lower lip. As... <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Oh, boy. Or you could say the same shit. Uh, yeah. First instinct with Scrubs. There's another one too. What was the second option? Hi, met your mother. Also works because like Robin and Barney. Versus, you know, um, Lily and Marshall. So it could work both ways. Because, like, JD versus Ted Mosby on these quotes. And I could be totally wrong about both of my um, This was yet another one designed because those two have so many quotes that you could you could misidentify between the two of them. So I, I just narrowed it down for you. JD, for sure. Ooh, incorrect. It was Ted Mosby. Oh, oh damn it. No. That was Ted Mosby, in fact, talking about a woman he was dating at the time and his relationship with her versus the ultra-supportive relationship of Lily and Marshall. <sighs> Having that around got to make it hard to finally choose one. But, yeah, I love the parallels between J.D. and Ted Mosby. Oh, yeah. So yeah. many um we so can do a whole episode about it, like oh, who's couple better, of bi- couple JD of big softies. or Ted. Yeah, JD or Ted would be a fascinating. I episode. hate them both. Oh, I hate them both as well. Funnily enough, but they uh, they both also have moments where they turn a phrase where you're just like, oh, that's really cute though. That's got me in the feels on that one. That was real cute. You got me a bit. I might go. Oh, <laughs> I don't feel good about choosing Ted. I don't feel good about choosing Ted. But for like for shining moments there, Ted is better than JD, and I have to. Yeah. Spoiler alert, I'm choosing. I'm choosing Ted. You're choosing Ted. That's choosing a, that's Ted a, Ted a fair choice. It's a difficult but fair choice. All right, I got a few more for you. Okay. When you look annoyed all the time, P 
people think that you're busy. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know this one, but go ahead. Do you think? <laughs> All right. This, the options are Fresh Prince, Scrubs, Seinfeld, or My Wife and Kids. That is George from Seinfeld. Nice. All fucking day. Well, yeah. I, I, never I watched that. the glimmer in your, in your eye, and I was like, all right, he knows this one. He's got, <laughs> I, I had that one all day. He's got that was, me on that this was one. super facts. If you just look stressed, they don't think that nothing's going on. It's a great George Pohl quote, for sure. <laughs> he started sleeping under his desk. One. <laughs> he had sex with the assistant. George at work is, is some of the best that that show has to offer. George at work or George trying to get a job or trying to get out of a job or just. Yeah. All right. Another one here. Larry David, what's up? With great hotness comes great responsibility. Is that from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, mm-hmm. That 70s Show, Modern Family, or Scrubs? Someone who's hot and thinks they hot. Um, it's... There's one of those characters in all four of those shows. Oh. <laughs> I couldn't think of it from Scrubs. But, you know, uh, my first guess, and I might just have to roll with it, you know, right or wrong, is Jackie. That's an issue. Even though the Oof. nerd quote, the nerd quote throws it off because she would never say some shit like that. Uh, you were incorrect, but I was hoping you would think of Jackie. This was another one designed to trick you a bit. It sounds very much like a Jackie quote. It's, in fact, Haley from Modern Family. Oh, yeah, 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 because... That shit that I was like, oh, I was right there. I closed the door on thinking that. Indeed. Spike gets more modern. We're like Spider Man. <laughs> anyway, yeah, whatever. Okay. Yeah, okay, whatever. It's fine. We're Take, some L's. Take some L's. Take some L's. 15 out here. points, baby. All right. 15 points on the board. Here we go. I get it. So whenever you're scared, you make out with the guy nearest to you. Someday, you're going to make some mugger really happy. <laughs> Is that from? Parks and Rec, Spin City, The Office, or Scrubs? Again, Torn Between Two. <laughs> torn Between Two, and I do... Because who's saying it is, is not the person who's doing the action. They're right. saying it to another person. So I have to keep that in mind. What that dynamic might be like. I'm going to go Spin City. Because we haven't done that quote a lot, instead of Parks and Rec, which would be my first guess. And I'm gonna go Michael. You get both the points, sir. That was yes. indeed Michael from Spin City. Yes. Nicely done. I could see it in my mind's eye. In your mind's eye. And my third blurry Doctor Strange forehead, no visual effects time. Quiznos right. eye. I got two more in total for you. Okay, here we go. That's the whole point of a surprise party. You take somebody you really love and you play them like a fool. Ooh. Is that from That 70s Show, How I Met Your Mother, Modern Family, or The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Mm. Mm. We just did Modern Family just moments ago. I don't even think it again. That's game show rules, baby. Now it's like Scantron. There's been too many C's. <laughs> too many C's. <laughs> it can't be C. Or is it the reverse where you got to play the mind games on people and do a couple from the same it show close be. by each other? It could be because it sounds like some modern family shit because they love doing surprises. They love making birthdays and anniversaries and shit a really big fucking deal. That's an easy, that's an easy guess. The pain. <laughs> the pain? <laughs> the pain and the uncertainty. 
Okay. Uh, mm, mm, mm. You know, fine, fine. Modern Family. No, no, like a fool though. Like a fool, specifically like a fool. That's maybe. That's maybe. Would you like the full quote again? Hit me again. That's the whole point of a surprise party. You take somebody you really love and you play them like a fool. It just sounds like Barney from High My Mother. That's what it sounds like. And I'm just gonna roll that right or wrong. It is wrong. Your ins- uh. your instinct about Modern Family was oh, right. Oh my I'm god! I'm gonna give you a chance to guess a character from Modern Family for a point right play now. Play him like a fool. I mean, fucking Phil Dunphy then. Incorrect. Jay Pritchett. Jay Grandpa Jay Pritchett. Oh, yeah, that's true. He's sitting there petting Stella and talking about a surprise party. Mm. And this so last, and this last one, I will be giving you no hints, and okay. you're going to look at me about two sentences through it, and you're going to guess it. But yeah. as yet again, Maybe not. Maybe one not. of my favorite television quotes of all sometimes time, and I just wanted to end strong. Okay. No, you know what? I'm going to get through college without him. I'm going to get a great job without him. I'm going to marry me a beautiful (laughs) honey and have a bunch of kids without him. I'm going to be a better father than he ever was, and I sure as hell don't need him for that because there ain't no damn thing he could teach me about how to love my kids. (laughs) Why you don't want me? (laughs) Why you don't want me? I'll just mark the points down yeah, now. It's definitely Fresh Prince Bel Air. I couldn't resist. And I was like, I know this is, <laughs> I know this is a gimme, but I just fucking love the quote so much. That scene makes me cry still every time I watch it. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, how can you not? Yeah. How, how can you watch that and not cry? For real, that's a painful episode because he keeps like half showing up. And I love and then the he catches him trying to leave. I love the production notes about that. That like it was not intended to be as heavy as that on the scene. Like, Will just went to a dark place. He just went for it. And the, and the camera was rolling and got one of the greatest moments of his career. But, like, it was intended to be lighter. And, yeah. like, the directors, the writers, everyone said it was supposed to be lighter. But Will just connected with that moment. Mm-hmm. And then the way he just hugs Uncle Phil as he's just crying. Man, I that was my that shit was every real. time. He found a yeah. real place to go. Yes. And he was there, and then we all went there with him. Oh, man, we all went there with him. It's, <laughs> it's, it's like, one of the greatest moments in television history. Oh, of course. It's one of the, yeah, top ten emotional scenes from a sitcom. Emotional, emotional scenes from a show is not supposed to not, not try and do that. Because some shows are like, we want to come back to an emotional place often. Right. We want that to be a part of our lexicon. Fresh Prince is not necessarily that show, huh? In fact, it isn't that true. <laughs> like, oh uh, no, what? it was so seldom that. Like, mm-hmm. you got emo- you, There's a couple other very emotional moments on Fresh Prince aside from that episode, but it was not often that. Not often that. You got like Carlton with a gun. Yep. You got like a couple pretty big Carlton ones, like yeah. the, the pills. Yep. And all that. There's a couple pretty major Carlton emotional Him moments. Him trying to join that frat or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's not black enough. Yep. Like, he's like a square, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that whole episode, uh, powerful stuff. But, yeah, it's a largely comedy-driven comedy mm-hmm. that just occasionally we'll throw in throws those issue. gut punches at you. Mm-hmm. And when they do, they stick the landing, boy. Whew. you got a popular show, you have to. Yeah. You're part of the culture. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, and especially, like, think about some of the things they did at, at, for their time on Fresh Prince. Like, you had an episode... That talked about the like, Will and Carlton get pulled over, and Carlton's feeling just comfortable as can be. Like, no, it's the police; they're gonna help us. And Will's like, no, 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 no. no they ain't gonna for. help shit. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, they get arrested for being a couple black men. And like, that was in like the mid nineties. 
I want TV wasn't talking about that like that in the mid nineties. Man, yeah, fuck yeah. I I can't even imagine. Like that's that's man. Key. I've been pulled over doing some scandalous ass shit as a white guy and just been sent on my merry ass way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've gotten away with some shit just being a few shades lighter, or who I was with. Like looking at the situations, like if I was with, like I have a lighter like a lighter complexion and I'm with somebody, they look at me and they go, okay, we're not gonna take this as far as it can go. And I'm like, I got, you know, weed in here. Sure. I got an empty beer can. Derek and Alex proceed to share some stories that could or could not be found to be incriminating to some folks. So we're going to go ahead and just hit you with this brief little hold as we transition to the end tag of the show. Whew, that was a fun game. Oh, final tally of points, by the way. We're back on, we're back on. Six. I, I had a, I had a, I had a dream just to double up my points from round one to round two. That's, that was my dream to get to twelve. What do you think you hit as your total? Eighteen points. Twenty three. Twenty three points. Those count. And only two of those were bonus points. <laughs> and we don't need to tell how many people uh, to the people how many points were possible. We don't need to do that. Yeah, no, we won't. Uh, the to total po- amount possible. Well, no. I don't even remember how many I asked you about because I was kind of rapid firing them at so I don't even know what the total points possible it's fine, was. It's fine. But 23, that's a damn impressive score, sir. Solid number. You, you should feel good. You got Put quite a few right. Put it on the back right. of the jersey. You came close on quite a few. You fell for my bait on a couple of them. I won't that lie. I did. That it I was did. definitely a couple that were that set I up did. to make you think a different character. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's you got to design the game that way sometimes, you Rolled know? Rolled with it. But yeah, well, Old this is a game. This is a game show we can dive back to sometime in the future down the road. Mm-hmm. Well, like, not right away. But I'll we'll, do it. I'll do it from my end to you. Oh yeah, I hope next time. Yeah, we'll. I love it. We'll play. We'll play other games. This is the type of games we like to play over here on After the Laugh Track, though. It's all. We just want to have some fun within the context of world of sitcoms because there's just so many great sitcoms out there. And it's funny, like I. I never think about like Spin City in that way, but like I should go back and rewatch that show because I remember show I, watched. I loved that show when it came out. I watched every that was one I was watching every week when it was coming out brand new back in the day. Mm-hmm. But I just haven't watched it since. And it was I'm, just syndicated. It's a, when I got it's, to it. it's a Bill Lawrence show. I'm sure it's fire. Mm-hmm. It's one of the best TV creators of all time. My man's got exactly. Spin City, Scrubs, Cougar Town, and Ted Lasso on his resume. Hitting hits, man. Hitting hits. Out here, Ted Lasso, multi Emmy like, awards, I'm back on top. Oh man, Kid. yeah, he could. He's now he's got thanks to Ted Lasso, he's definitely got that like green light to make what you want to make in Hollywood right now. If you can, yeah, if you can make a show pop on a new streaming service like Apple was, and be like, this is the must see yeah. watch. It's pretty much like you just made Stranger Things for Apple. Yeah, real talk, because you're just like it's just it's everyone just an, it, everyone wants to it's watch just a blank check now, like. Go ahead, like man. his next thing, he's making like a documentary about a dude in Miami who he just finds really interesting. Go drink right some wine with Sean Grimes. Like, yeah, he's just like making the things he finds interesting. Let her at buy this point it, in his but life. still, yeah. <laughs> but this was a lot of fun, man. Yeah. Uh, if you guys have been listening along and enjoying what you hear, make sure to like, follow, subscribe, throw some five star reviews up. If you want to talk smack in the comics, we got some thick skin. We can take some trash talk, no mm-hmm. problem. Mm-hmm. Just make sure to give us the five stars still. Yeah. We, want, we need the bling. Yeah, right. We need those hot stars shimmering at us because it helps. Indeed. Check out the Good Fun Media podcast feed with along with all these After the Laugh Track episodes. You can also find our Morons of the Multiverse content 
diving deep into all things MCU fandom, as well as other nerd fandom adjacent topics. Mm-hmm. You can also find D2B2 Sports, breaking down topics within sports gambling, sometimes through analysis, sometimes with absurd fantasy drafts of video game characters as football players, <laughs> or sometimes through the prism of spending an hour and a half drinking shots of tequila Duke and Nukem watching Caddyshack. Or, uh, you know, we got a variety of things we're doing over on D2B2. So if you like sports or just laughing about sports, check that out. It's some fun stuff we're doing over there, too. Uh, Alex, any closing thoughts? Any shows that the people should be watching that maybe they've never given a sh- proper shake to before? Oh, oh. oh and sorry I had no smart guy quotes for you within that Oh, game. that's okay. That's I, uh, okay. I would have totally missed them. I, I, Google, I Googled some and, like... I was looking at like some famous quotes from the show, and I was like, I honestly don't think any of these are like that memorable like that. I liked that show growing up too, but, but I, I just I couldn't either. Yeah, yeah. I, was, yeah, like, I know I watched some else. So I was like, oh, oh was, you know, whatever. Sure. I was like, it but yeah, I decided not to put any on the list once I like was looking at them. None of them just I I didn't feel like any were guessable. Mm-hmm. Oh, nothing in the pipe right now. Nothing on the pipe right now. Fair enough. Well, I'll give you a brief rundown of something that people should check out. Yeah, go for it. Whether you're into the comic book world or not, if you just like to laugh at really good comedy and you're willing to watch some animation, y'all should check out the Harley Quinn animated series on HBO Max. There is two full seasons up currently. Season three just dropped today, July 28th. Spicy. So, you know, by the time you listen to this, season three should largely be out or Mm -hmm. entirely out. But uh, I am very excited. So that is, uh, if you don't know, Kaylee Cuoco plays Harley, oh. is the voice of Harley Quinn on that series. Get money, Kaylee. She's hilarious, man. She's a great actress. She's got a boat. Oh, man. True she's story. She's got boat money. Oh, dude. She's got she's fucking. Got boat jet ski money. Yeah. She's got, like, could go to outer space with Elon Musk money. Mm-hmm. Like, between that Big Bang Theory money <laughs> and, that, like, fuck it. Should, um, my wife and kids, or not my wife and kids, Eight Simple Rules. Like she, uh, and uh, the flight attendant. Yeah, that HBO show that's had two successful seasons now, mm-hmm. and now this show as well, entering season three. Great animated show, great supporting cast. Uh, Ron Funches is on it, who I love. I think I love he's Ron a hilarious. Funches, con- I think he's a hilarious comedian, very yeah. underrated comedian of this era. Also has a great podcast. Uh, just not to throw plugs out there for other podcasts, but screw. I don't play that competition game. I play listen to good content. Yeah, right. And y'all should check it out. He does uh, get getting better with Ron Funches. Okay. Great podcast. He uh, talks all about mental health and stuff with various celebrity guests. It's really good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, very funny show. Really weird out there DC show. Um, you got King Shark as a character on there regularly. No Kite bad. Man. Uh, hmm. Poison Ivy is like her best friend character on the show and is like the okay. other lead of the series. Um, it's it's a really fun comedy. It's it's definitely one of those turn your brain off a little bit comedies, but the, the world needs those. Yeah, it's a mood. It's yeah. Oh, it's a mood and it's it's a damn funny one. I'm very excited to dive into this new season and I hope y'all are too now. Hey. But uh, thank you so much for listening to the After the Laugh Track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tune in again soon as we continue to keep doing weird things from ranking favorite categories within sitcoms to sometimes breaking down episodes or seasons of shows that we love and so many other activities. There's just a ton of sitcom greatness out there, and we're going to come at it from every angle we can imagine. 
Okay. <laughs> so as always, you stay classy, planet Earth. Thanks for checking out another episode of After the Laugh Track, part of Good Fun Media. Make sure to keep on listening every Thursday as we drop new episodes. Also check out our Morons of the Multiverse Marvel Cinematic Universe fandom podcast every Wednesday. And our sports and sports gambling podcast, D2B2 Sports, every Friday. 